are now listening to Shy Sox Weekly, hosted by Tony Marchese and John Suarez. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning into Shy Sox Weekly, episode 36. I am John Suarez, joined with my co-hosts, Tony Marchese and Johnny Nani. How are we doing today, guys? It's uh, it's a wonderful day. Maybe not to be a White Sox fan, but it's a wonderful day. Johnny, how about you? You just heard my reaction. I'm going to have man. a little drink. Yeah, we we took a little uh, while to get the wheels off the ground here, so my beer is already cracked, but I'll take a sip to that. There you go. But yeah, so we finally uh, got an episode to you guys within a week span, like we're supposed to, Shy Sox Weekly. So the Sox have played two series since we last talked. They uh, went on a quick little road trip to Detroit and Baltimore, so we'll get into that. Uh, Tony apparently has a new pet, so we're definitely going to get into that. And then we got a little Sox on tap action that we're going to talk about. So uh, other than that, how are you guys doing today? Yeah, Johnny. Uh, why don't you clue everybody in on what's going on over with Socks on Tap, our new uh, daily show we got going on? Yep. So just want to let everyone know that you know, Shy Socks Weekly, we will have these shows, the elongated version, um, weekly like we have been doing, and then the new show now that we are part of On Tap Sports Network is called Socks on Tap. Um, you can go and find that. It's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Radio Public, Anchor, all of those places. You can go and find it there. And what those shows are are just between 10 and 20 quick hitter shows. Um, they are pregame, postgame, uh, look at the next game. Um, and it's real quick. Gets you caught up to speed if you missed anything. Or if you were watching, then you can come and, uh, you know, hear our rants about it. So, um, yeah, just wanted to plug that one, Socks on Tap. Uh, we'll always retweet those from the Shy Socks Weekly account, too. Yeah, and you can follow Socks on Tap at Socks on Tap on Twitter. Um, and then you you can also get updates of what's going on with Socks on Tap from the On Tap Sportsnet. Again, that's at On Tap Sportsnet on Twitter and Instagram. That one actually has an Instagram. Johnny does a wonderful job over there running it. Um, let's get into a few other little things here. John referenced that I have a new pet. Um, this is kind of a, an interesting story. We were supposed to start Shy Sox Weekly at about 8.30. Uh, it's currently nine, going on 9.30 almost. Um, and that's due to uh, a, a new pet that's taken up residence at my house. Um, probably about 8.15, I come downstairs. I had spent all day setting up a, a brand new patio set on my, on my new deck that I just had rebuilt. And uh, John Suarez hasn't heard this story. Johnny may have seen it in the, in the group chat, but uh, this is more for, for Suarez than anything. So I come back down. I'm going to take the umbrella down off my new patio table. I walk out on my deck, and there's this black cat that's sitting there in the corner of my deck. Of course, I, I walk out there, and this thing just starts hissing at me. Black cat hissing at me, not my thing. I'm not a cat guy. I know Suarez, you're a cat guy. I'm not Big go cat cats. Guy. I'm, I'm not a, go no, cats I'm a, here. I'm a I'm a cats guy. I'm allergic to cats, like real cats. So yeah, no, this thing this thing not good. Um, so I called I call my wife over. I'm like, hey, you got to come down here. There's something I got to show you. So she walks down and she looks at it and she's like, what the hell is that thing doing here? I'm like, I have no idea. And uh, quick look over this thing. It's got no tags on it. And you know, we walk out there to see if we could shoot away. Not scared of humans. Not scared of humans at all. Um, in fact, actually tried to lunge at us, so that was great. 
Um, uh, Cancun. Yeah, my next thought, I've got two boxers. I mean, they're two 60-pound boxers. I figure, you know, if I bring these guys down there, they'd, they'd be able to get rid of this cat. That didn't happen either. Um, in fact, the cat went after the dogs. <laughs> So at this point in time, um, I'm pretty sure the cat's still there. I did try and chase him away with a broom. He went down the stairs of my deck, but he just waited right there. So um, we might be getting updates on what's going on with this cat. I'm not quite sure if I'm cursed because it was a black cat, but I don't know what to do. So I know one guy out there, Beef Loaf, he is a big cat guy. So I'm hoping Beef Loaf can give me some some tips on how to you know either get rid of this cat or cohabitate it into my deck life, um, because you know maybe having a deck cat would be pretty cool. Maybe can, I think. I mean, what do you guys think? A deck cat or get rid of it? Mean. It looks. I, I think you gotta post a picture publicly, Tony, because that thing looks pretty mean. So I, I think you're gonna have to get rid of it. That's my opinion. Yeah. So Tony was telling me about this story briefly, like as we hopped on the call, and I was like, dude, you have to save that for Shy Sox Weekly, like. Don't tell me this story twice. I need to hear this fresh. So um, he I'll... sent a picture in the group chat and told me to, like, go back and peek at it. And all I see is a picture of, like, a super violent-looking, like, it almost looks like a raccoon, like, fucking hissing. And it just says, it's his deck now. <laughs> so I don't know. I thought that was fucking hilarious. It, um, it's not a friendly-looking cat. I'm going to give it that. I mean, I've probably never seen a scarier animal in my life. Um it's it's not good. It's just not a good situation for my deck. I what really don't know what to do. Guys, say it was. It looks like the cat from Pet Cemetery was at it. Yes, it looks like the cat from <laughs> Pet Cemetery. Yeah, it's not. It's not good. It's not a good situation. I'll post the pictures on Twitter for everybody. Um, not good because I really wanted to enjoy this deck, have a few beers out there, uh, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to now because <laughs> this thing is just taking up residence. <laughs> All right, of yeah, course, so I was. Sorry. That was right on the day when you built that new like patio furniture there too. Yeah, of course, and of course, I I put out this nice little like outdoor carpet, and it really loves the carpet. It's just it's just chilling on the carpet. All right, so Tony obviously has two sixty pound boxers and a cat, so that's uh, Tony's little pet lineup right there. If you guys were wondering, but uh, Johnny's gonna do a little news read real quick on the uh, the going on of the White Sox, and then we do have a guest for you, so we're gonna bring him on right after that. So why don't you take it away, Nani? Yeah. So just really quick news updates. Uh, Evil, we had mentioned this on Sox on Tap when John and I did it the other night, but Evil is on the bereavement list uh, due to the passing of his grandmother. So condolences to his family. But Nikki Delmonico was recalled from Charlotte on Monday. Eloy has to be on that list between three and seven days. So he will be back for the Baltimore series at home at the latest. Um, could possibly see him back earlier than that, though, if he is returning from the Dominican Republic then. Um, another thing, not exactly White Sox really, but we can tie it in because Gio Gonzalez signed a one-year $2 million deal uh, with the Brewers today. Meanwhile, the White Sox are paying Ivan Nova $8.5 million and Irvin Santana $4.3 million this season. So um, how does that make you feel, guys? I'll let you know in like two or three weeks once I see Gio Gonzalez actually make starts for the Brewers. So we don't know. Yeah, but obviously at a discounted rate, that's that hurts. But would have Gio would have Ivan Nova and Irvin Santana if offered that contract with the Brewers, would they have signed that over with the Sox right now? You never know. Here here's yeah. my here's my thoughts on it is you know how we talked about having to overpay for Manny Machado? 
did we have to overpay for Irvin Santana? Because if that's the case, I'm really pissed off. We overpaid to smell some baseballs, dude. Well, you know, it, I mean, this is just it's. We saw it too with uh, with Calvin Herrera too. Didn't we overpay on that free agent signing? Yeah, by a couple just, million in comparison to some of the other relievers. I'm getting sick of it. I mean, yeah. I, it, it's it's not fun to watch, especially because they had that thing out there from NBC Sports Net with a you know they're out of alternatives. Apparently, two million dollars could have got you somebody who's serviceable, and we're sitting here paying you know four million plus for Irvin Santana and nine million plus for Ivan Nova. So I don't know, just not a good feeling. But yeah, it's frustrating. I don't think we need to dwell on that anymore. Uh, John, let's bring our guest in. Yeah, so we do have a guest on. Uh, this is a, a guy that I have met personally at a tailgate, which we're going to get into later about a tailgate that we're hosting. But today we have Sean Roberts from uh, 1460 KXNO in Des Moines, and he is the host and creator of the 23-7 podcast. So, Sean, welcome to Shy Sox Weekly, man. How are you doing tonight? What's up, boys? Uh, this is awesome, dude. I'm so pumped to be on this. You guys are awesome. I'm really pissed, though, that I'm not there to be able to do all this stuff with you guys um, because I think what you guys are doing is awesome. Uh, yeah, so happy to be on. Welcome to the show, uh, man. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, yeah, man. I, I follow all your guys' stuff on Twitter, and I'm five hours away. And, in, like, you know the amount of FOMO I had on that opening series? You guys are all smashing beers in the parking lot. And I got to sit here out in Des Moines, Iowa, where no one cares about the White Sox. All that we'll, send you, we'll send you some Jello shots in the mail here. next time. But, yeah, um, we'll send you some yeah, Jello man, shots. Just, yeah, send me some Jello shots and get it off your beard. I got, I, on Twitter with <laughs> Jello stuff all over your your homeless-looking beard that you got. <laughs> I, I shaved. I finally I trimmed it down finally. But, yeah, my beard was uh, it was getting scary. It was. It was. So um, you guys sick of losing the – the Baltimore Orioles, like, yeah, like, oh, yes, yeah. It's, like, it's to a point, and I, I think about this all the time. And the problem with me is like, I don't have anybody to vent to out here. Like, you guys got like this whole collective group, so like, my venting just comes flat on on Twitter. Like, I'm in the middle, like, I'm in a terrible situation. So I'm in Cubs land because we have the the Iowa Cubs, which is literally right down the street from where I'm at right now, um, which. The woman beater was back in the lineup if they played tonight, I think, Addison Russell. Um, and then he got a standing uh, ovation. Did he really? Yep. Stop. That's, that's, that's your neighborhood, Sean. That's did he really? Yeah, I no, mean, they, they, there was a tweet out there. Community. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I, I quote tweeted somebody out there that he came into a ton of cheers and fanfare uh, when he came back in. So. Dude, I, some guy tweeted at me today and was like, do we give Russell, you know, does he get any applause? I go, I go, if anyone gives that man an applause, there's something seriously wrong going on. But, but yeah, so I'm in the middle of Cubland. Then I'm also in the middle of Kansas City Royal Land, Minnesota Twin Land. So, like, I'm getting it from all angles, okay? Like, my station that I work on is the, the we play, we have the, the St. Louis Cardinals is where the radio network for the Cardinals. So, which I don't have a problem with the Cardinals. I do have a problem with the Royals and the Cubs, Twins, whatever. It, I'm over them too. But pray for now, fuck, yeah, fuck the Twins. Like, so I'm out here by myself, so I live literally vicariously through what you guys are all doing, and I try and be so. I feel like we're all brothers. Like we're in this one little White Sox community, and like shout out to the White Sox Twitter because 
it gives guys like me like a place for like to interact like we're all boys you know what i mean like the guys from one like you know 108 white Sox, dave like it's just one big happy family and we all can vent about the bullshit that we have to watch on the baseball field constantly so that's a great way to put it. I think you're 100 percent right on that. <laughs> it's, a therapy, it's therapy, dude. Like it's there. We're watching a team lose to the Orioles. Like we can get into all the off-season shit too if you guys wanted to, but I can go up for hours on that. But we've we've got you covered with the last couple episodes. We're we're over that shit too. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So, but yeah, man, happy, I'm just happy to be on. So whatever you guys want to throw at me, whatever we want to talk about, I'm game. Yeah, so we'll definitely throw some quick hits at you later. For now, we'll get into the past week of uh, games, which we kind of alluded to earlier. So the last time we had spoke, the White Sox were getting ready to go on a road trip to Detroit and start this, um, I believe it was supposed to be a seven-game road trip, but a game got rained out, so it ended up only being six. Um, And the White Sox ended up going two and four on a road trip where they easily could have went four and two and a road trip where they should have came out on top. So let's talk about the Detroit series first. Um, fuck Gordon Beckham. <laughs> but Dude. <laughs> of course he had a home run in there. Yeah. And he, like, had, he had a game winning home run essentially in the, in the finale of that series. So we'll talk uh, all about that, but let's talk about game one. Tell him uh, what happened on Thursday. On Thursday, the White Sox took a nine to seven loss. Uh, that was a Nova start. He went six and a third, but gave up 11 runs, six hits Eloy homered, uh, so did Castillo Wait, and Cordell. That's a funny stat line. 11 runs on six hits, you sure? 11 hits on six runs. Sorry. I'm getting a little ahead of myself <laughs> that there. Would, that's, that would be fucking impressive. Yeah, that would be impressive. Hey, walks happen. Um, yeah. With this pitching staff, I wouldn't yeah, be surprised right. if that happened. Uh, so. so- yeah, the Sox tied it in the eighth on Wellington Castillo's two-run shot, but Fulmer, our favorite pitcher, uh, got torched, uh, gave up two runs in the bottom half of the inning, and ended up with a loss. The Sox went two for nine with runners in scoring position and left eight men on base. Kind of shades of last year when we would just leave everybody on, and we're starting to do that same exact thing this year. It's not a good look. It happened a hell of a lot tonight, and it's happened a hell of a lot all season and a hell of a lot this last week. So, yeah, the Sox are notorious for leaving runners in scoring position. Um, let's get a little optimistic. Johnny, what happened on Friday? Yeah, so Friday was the win of that series. Uh, Rodon had the ball. Um, he went six, only gave up three hits, one run. Um, Sox won seven to three. Moncada in the first inning hit a mammoth 458-foot home run. Um, it was the longest of his career. It was a bomb, straight second, dead of that center. Second longest home run in Comerica Park history, actually. Would that go uh, four wow. six? Was it 460 or 458, something like that? 458, yeah. J.D. Martinez has the longest, and I believe it was like 462 or something. So he was like a couple feet shy of having the longest home run in a very big pitcher's part. Yeah, so that, I mean, that was huge, obviously, the size of the home run, and then, you know, getting Moncada, uh, you know, hitting right at the top of the lineup there, staying hot. And then uh, Sox had a big five-run seventh inning in that game, though. That was the difference. Um, one thing that I had uh, pointed out from that box score there, that the first three hitters in the lineup, Garcia, Moncada, Abreu, all had two RBIs and multiple hits in that game. So um, that that was encouraging for me to see. Uh, it, Patrick Comiskey and I had talked about that game on Thursday. Um, uh and the top of the lineup went over the, those three spots, and then I was good. To, it was uh, very good to see them turn around on Friday. So, 
you know, it's that game was probably the most refreshing that I've seen out of this entire stretch. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I feel like Rodon is definitely going to get a fair share of wins and probably end up leading the White Sox in wins this year. He has looked actually pretty. I wouldn't go as far as saying he's looked like an ace, but he's looked consistently good, like a top end of the rotation piece. He's so. a- a good two or three for sure yeah so i mean that's encouraging especially when you got the top of your order producing like they're supposed to when you got your stud pitcher in so that was a very high point of the road trip they also had a game in baltimore which was a great high point but saturday's game unfortunately got rained out or fortunately Um, yeah fortunately actually it was on my card and i ended up getting a uh, i had a five-team parlay that got knocked down to a four-team parlay and i ended up winning and i feel like it was Sox money line too big so i feel like guy. that would have yeah huge better guy so i feel like that would have ended up <laughs> fucking me in the ass so kind of glad it did get rained out um i bet Sox money line way too much i am just that optimistic asshole so yeah Sox got rained out it got rescheduled for uh, august 6th um and then sunday was like we had just said the game we'll call it the gordon beckham game so uh what happened on sunday <laughs> the most white Sox thing ever that happened yeah do you have it pulled up in front of you sean you can you have it gordon beckham no I yeah, son- oh, you know. <laughs> i don't have his stuff pulled up no it's just the most white Sox thing ever <laughs> yeah yes. so in, in that game ronaldo lopez uh he went six Gave up three runs. Only two of them were earned, uh, thanks to my boy Lurie Garcia with an error out there uh, in the outfield. Um, but Calling out your boy. Was, yeah, I am calling him out. He made an error. Uh, that's where the unearned run came from. So, But anyway, Ronaldo gave up seven hits, uh, but he did strike out eight, so I guess that's a encouraging part of that, and no walks. Um, but Sox are down 4-0. Uh, Tigers had four separate one-run innings uh, in this game. And the Sox scored three in the eighth. This kind of pseudo Ricky's boys don't quit. We're going to rally, but we're not really going to do it completely sort of performance in the eighth inning. Uh, that was too little too late, obviously. So um, that was a 4-3 loss, and you end up dropping that series in Detroit. Uh, what did you say, John? How important is it to win these division games? Especially especially a game where you claw your way all the way back and once again you leave runners in scoring position in a, in like the most comebackable game of all time. And then they bring in Green, who's been locked down all years. So it's like, all right, good game. See you tomorrow. Like, oh, well, not see you tomorrow. See you next week because we're going to Baltimore. But yeah. The Sox will never cease to amaze me with the, I mean, Tony said it before the show, I like this, it's the Ricky boy, Ricky's boys don't quit bullshit, where they sit there and they get your hopes up and they start to claw their way back only to fall short more often than not. So, yeah. Let's ask our guest how that makes him feel when he watches these games. Because you know he's, Sean, you know you're watching these and you see him crawl back. Dude, like, they're, they're so frustrating because you get, they, they do exactly, Exactly what you guys are just talking about. They get you all jacked up. They're like, you're like, man, they're coming back. They're coming back. They're coming back. And then they do like just dumb bullshit. Like they'll make an error and give up, or they'll bring in, you know, they'll bring in somebody in, and they'll, I'm just. Uh, you're seeing Jose like, Ruiz in the game. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Thank you. Like, what in the hell are you doing? Here like, comes Osich. He's right. That's the type of this year, Jose Ruiz. Yes, that's the type of shit that like I just don't understand. And yet, year after year after year, 
we deal with it no matter who it is, whether it's Nate Jones, whether it's, you know, like no matter who it is, like I'm so mentally drained from following this organization and this team. And I try to be so positive and I have to go on a radio show every day and try to defend them, but I can't defend them anymore, man. I can't, can't do it. Yeah, I see you on Twitter trying to defend them all the time, and your oh, Iowa listeners—they're pretty—they're pretty heavily on on the Twitter. So you yeah. receive a fair amount of shit, and I see a good amount of it. Well, part of it is because I talk shit, so like you I, have I start, to though. I, I like I—it's funny because I have the my co-host give me a hard time because like you walk around with this huge chip on your shoulder. I'm like, dude, it's cause, honestly, it's because I'm a Sox fan. I'm a Sox fan. I have a chip on my shoulder. I've, I've had to defend my fandom my entire life like dealing with cup fans and all that and it's just i'm tired of losing and but it goes what you guys are just talking about the ricky boys don't quit stuff it's such a lie it's a scam it's such a scam and i don't fall for it. i know one person who's gonna love that little segment right there i know johnny knows exactly who i'm yeah. talking about too yeah aloha mr hand if you're listening yeah i think you'll appreciate that sean just called it a scam because i hadn't used that word before but when he came on we were discussing our notes beforehand and he had said that i really like that a lot so glad you brought that line out sean yeah yeah um but really i want to do a lot of shit of how i feel that i'm saying but yeah if we're keeping it up to date right now as far as with the regular season going on yeah i feel like a lot of games are a big one big giant scam but well, we'll move on to Baltimore. Yep, let's move on to Baltimore. Let's, let's yeah, well, well, let's move on to Baltimore. That's, a, that's fun. The first game of Baltimore actually was a lot of probably my favorite game to date this year. Um, the Sox ended up winning 12-2 to in a Manny Banuelos start, which was basically a bullpen game. Banuelos went four innings. He gave up zero runs on five hits. He got himself into quite a few jams, and this was the episode that uh, I debuted on Socks on Tap with Johnny, and, you know, we had talked about we were somewhat impressed with what we saw Banuelos, but he doesn't really seem like a guy that's going to come in and, like, fill the role that Irvin Santana is eventually going to leave on the White Sox, so... Banuelos is a good long-term reliever. He's definitely that guy that you can do to fill in for, like, someone like a Giolito who is on the uh, IL right now, so... Um, yeah, like I said, it was a win by committee, essentially. Ryan Burr came in and worked an inning. Jace Fry came in and worked an inning, and he ended up getting credit for the W. And then Carson Fulmer had debatably his best outing of the year after kind of screwing the Sox over in Detroit. So that was good to see. He came in and worked one inning, and he had two strikeouts and three batters face. He didn't walk anybody, so that was impressive to me. And then Osich comes in and gives up a fucking dong shot in the ninth, which meant nothing because the game was 12 to 1 and it ended up making it 12 to 2. Um, offensively, James McCann got everything going. The, it was a boring ass game through four. I, don't, I think the Sox only had like one hit through four innings. And James McCann got it going with the three run home run. Uh, they ended up having, they had three different four run innings, the White Sox did. So that's how they came up with 12. And uh, Delmonico made his season debut for the Sox. And he, did decent he i think he had like a two rbi hit it says and then um he had a scorched ground ball that's what i remember is his first at bat yeah he scorched this ball that would have been a hit like 80 percent of the time and ended up being a ground out so he had a pretty impressive debut as well yeah and that actually was he he didn't actually get a hit though that was angle they had subbed out um delmonico for angle um, oh yeah, yeah, probably in like, probably in the sixth. So then when Engel came up, he had that. Um, That's right. Uh, yeah, two RBI 
uh, single. But yeah, you're right on that hit, Delmonico. You did scorch it. I didn't get the stat cast on it, but it was hit hard right into the shift, though. Yeah. That, like, and tonight's game ended because a ball was hit hard right into the shift. So we're about to get there. Um, what happened on Tuesday? I don't even really want to talk about it. What happened Tuesday, guys? Let's let's not even talk about Tuesday. Let's just say that it was not. <laughs> no, we had game of nope, dude. Yeah, it, 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 yeah it was, let's it was just a... let's just let's just say it was nine to one. Let's not get into it. I don't think anybody like we're breaking these games down. We're doing it on socks on tap. We're doing it here, and it just gets more depressing every time we talk about this. Every shit. time we do it, yeah, yeah it does. It's just I'm like, bad, bad, bad stuff from Nova. Yeah, Nine runs until we get every so single Shy Sox weekly listener on socks on tap, we are unfortunately going to have to break down the games week by week. Yeah, maybe not that much in depth, but it to at least give our listeners like an idea of what's happened since we last spoke to you as a collective group. Yeah, exactly. And once once we see those socks on tap listens go up, we can start to focus on more fun things over here on Shy Socks Weekly. A I think lot we're all more for bullshit, it. To be yeah, honest. I think we're yeah. all I think we're all for maybe keeping the the uh, the game recaps and some of the depressing stuff over there at Socks on Tap at least for right now. I mean, it, it, we're hoping it gets better, but we like having fun over here. So let's just Shy say that Socks Weekly formally informal. Yeah, we let's let's get through. Tuesday was a nine one loss. Today. A 4-3 loss. Um, more of that Ricky's boys don't quit bullshit, guys. Yeah, we should really honestly. Oh. Hey, uh, Tony, you know, like, we had already recapped that Detroit game where they had that same stuff happen on uh, Sunday. That's pretty much it. So we yep. can just rehash it and then just put it in Baltimore instead of Detroit, and that was copy, it. <laughs> copy, paste, series finale. The Sox were down four runs. They came all the way back to 4-3, and they gave up. Here's something I talked about with Comiskey last night is how many of these games could the Sox have won if they were, A, competently managed the right way, or, B, had some, you know, maybe really good players down towards the bottom of the order that could actually hit the ball with runners in scoring position. Guys, we could be leading the division right now. We easily could be leading the division right now. We arguably have the division's best offense. Yeah. I mean, with Tim, I mean, there's nobody. I mean, go look at Jose Ramirez's batting average right now, listeners. It's not pretty. So, like, there's guys around the Central who are expected to be doing great. The Royals are surprisingly playing decent baseball, and the Twins are leading the division, but it's mostly based because of pitching. So, Yeah, and that's the other thing, too, John, is the pitching. Imagine if you had anybody right now in the major leagues who's a, a competent enough pitcher besides Nova and Santana in those two spots. I mean, I'm okay with the, the Reynaldo, Rodon, uh, Giolito trio, but if you had, say, a healthy Kopech and a free agent starter this year, I mean, that rotation looks totally different. If you- we had Kopech in one of those roles – I would want I would be pushing for Dylan Cease to take over Nova's role by like before June, to because, be honest. Because here's he's the, shoving right now. Here's the thing. You're looking at close to a five to seven war year out of out of Moncada and Anderson. Easily. Which are Waste. which are the best years that you've seen any White Sox player have in God knows how long. I'm not wasted. sure. I, I'm, I'm not sure on Abreu. He might have had. He might have had a, a, a year around there. Probably the year he came into the league or his sophomore year. But you've got two position players right now playing outstanding baseball to start the year. 
and both of those guys are on an upward trajectory. You've got other people contributing on that offense. I mean, Abreu's starting to pick it up a little bit. McCann's been a pleasant surprise, and he's going to lead into either Zavala or Collins, who can also hit the ball. Who, honestly, I mean, I love Sebi, and I love, honestly, I'm a big Zach Collins guy, but neither of them have been impressing to start the year in AAA. I mean, Collins' walk rate is always going to be Collins' walk rate, but both of their averages are dangerously low right now. I think Collins, I think, yeah. Collins just had a couple of bombs, so that kind of got everyone excited early exactly. on. Yeah, and then, but when you go and look at it now, it's kind of cooled off. Um, and yeah. that's that's the thing. I'm cool with McCann actually hitting the ball up here. And then you've got you've you've seen Wellington Castillo go deep a few times. You've got a back end of the bullpen that can actually close games out, but you've got this terrible rotation, and then three fourths of the bullpen that can't do anything. You're just tossing guys out there and hoping you get something. It's it's frustrating it's frustrating to watch yeah sean chime in this is your opportunity to rant you talk about you know having to defend yourself let's let's go let's hear it like this it goes back to what you were just saying we're watching tim anderson and yon mancada have argued like you said the best player uh i mean season so far with what they're what they're doing and it's being wasted and do you this is a question for you guys do you think Kopech getting hurt, do you think that prolonged a certain amount of things where, or extended a certain amount of things? If he's healthy, do you think they go out and get high-priced free agents or, or fill them with the veteran presence as far as in the rotation, like a Dallas Keuchel? Yeah. Go out and get a Geo to be a five. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't really have all that much faith in the White Sox to go. Obviously, they're not going to spend big on, you know, oh, no, that's like a lot, like ridiculous. So I, I, I would say that, I mean, it just gave them another excuse to kick the ball down the road. Um, I think that's, you know, something that we've talked about a little bit. Um, yeah. You know, it's just a, oh, well, you know, all, all of our top guys aren't up right now. So we can just play this out as another, you know, rebuild year. We weren't expected to compete anyway when they're not trying to put the best product on the field. So I think, yeah, it's a little bit of a cop-out if you're talking about the effect that Michael Kopech's injury had Absolutely. on the structure of this team. Absolutely. Yeah, and it, and it, it when you look at the division currently, dude, like, we could go out there and win the division. We, I think we could easily do it. This year, like you look at it, the dude, the twins right now, the Minnesota twins, I saw the MLB power rankings. They're number 10 in the MLB power rankings. The Minnesota twins are in the top 10 in the MLB power rankings. You're telling me right now that the White Sox, even with the constructed roster that they have, I feel like, dude, the, they can compete with the God, the, with the damn twins. You get what I'm saying? Like, not it's because yeah, we you know, don't know how to win within our own fucking division. <laughs> yeah. So one one thing that I was just gonna bring up, I'll uh, I'll back you up here, Sean, just with a couple of numbers that I had had in here. The White Sox said they are nine and fourteen now, but they sit in fourth in the Central, five games back after tonight's action, and the Orioles with that win tonight, they are now ten and sixteen fourth in the east but they are six and a half games back so that just tells you a little bit about the disparity you know what i'm saying the, the twins aren't that good is, i mean like, the division 
Right. The division's the worst. It's the worst division in baseball. Easily. Like the White Sox play in the worst division in baseball, and they can't go and they they can't win in it. But it's it's been like this every year. It's every single year, and it's so frustrating. And I get pissed off, man. Like you have like yes, the talent's on its way, and that's all we keep hearing. And you got it. I'm I'm really tired of the whole hope deal. You know what I mean? Like. Oh, this guy's, you know, all our guys are in single A, man. They're not going to just skyrocket through the system. Like, or they get hurt. We're excited about it, at least. Like, yeah, Robert like, and Basabi. Yeah, and fucking, yeah. Yes, they're all, yeah. Like, it's cool to be like, oh, yeah, well, he's in single A. He'll be up in three years. Like, oh, I want, I, it was funny. I had, a, I was texting Dave, uh, White Sox Dave uh, last week, and we were texting each other. I was like, dude, you know what? Fuck it. Bring these guys up now. Like, I don't even care. I need something to watch. Like I would, ra- I would rather watch Blake Rutherford out in 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 right field than what than watching Ryan Daniel Cordell. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I'd rather watch. I'd watch these guys fail up in the majors, and I know that's not part of the plan, and that's just me thinking crazy. But like, why not? I'd rather watch these dudes fail now than. Well, okay, I'm actually going to throw a flaming hot take out there right now. I like I had just mentioned a little bit earlier that um, Sebi Zavala and Zach Collins aren't doing too well. I forgot who tweeted. Someone tweeted something today about don't go look at so-and-so's ERA. So I looked up the Charlotte Knights statistics through a couple weeks and Alcides Escobar is hitting like almost 400 with like eight doubles and like two bombs. Get that dude on the roster. Put Jose Rondon's ass back in AAA. We're, and give we're, him we're at this point. We are this is, at this point. Why not? This is where we're at. Oh, I, it's just something. That I knew it was coming, but I just, you know, we're already here. And I, just, I had to bring it up. Hey, hair up here. Hey, Honestly, when I saw it, I got mad that they haven't given, like, that they're giving certain guys looks and that, like, they're not. I mean, at this point, you're not trying to win games. Jose Rondon's not going to stick around long term. He's, I mean, he's as at best a utility guy. Same with Yolmer Sanchez. He's at best a utility guy. Alcides Escobar has veteran World Series leadership. Put him on the roster if he's producing. One of World Series, weird. Sucks. And he, he also sucks, knows how to flip a bat, according to Kansas City Royals Twitter. Hell yeah, yeah, exactly. And it'll bring <laughs> excitement. So, like, if, if he sucks, he's a, he's on, like, a one-year contract, right? Boot his ass. Who gives a fuck? I'd rather see him out there every, every other day or every day, whatever they want to do with him, than Jose Rondon, who played second today, who's, who's decent. He's not terrible, but... If someone's hot, you got to play the fucking hot hand, dude. He's hitting like 400 right now. Call him up. They called up Nicky Delmonico. Lou Ray Garcia in a second. Yeah, well, whatever. However you want to do it, dude. I don't, I honestly, I don't <laughs> give a shit. It, dude. Give me more exciting hitters, dude. I think it was frozen. two weeks ago, or is it two, three weeks ago? I was texting White Sox Dave, and I go, I, for whatever reason, I went on Charlotte. I'm like, hold on. So I was on the Charlotte Wipes, uh, Charlotte Knights website. And I go, holy shit, dude, we got Alcides Escobar. I had to Google to make sure it was the right Alcides Escobar. Like, I was like, dude, we got Alcides Escobar. Why the fuck is he not in Chicago? Why do we have him in Charlotte? And I got to watch bullshit. Yomar Sanchez make air after air. Like, he's he had a decent like little road trip and he's starting to turn it around and obviously it's a young season but I would much rather like I said yeah like I said Yomer Sanchez is that best utility guy they're they're out there giving him everyday reps um we've talked about the he brings excitement to the club like we've 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 talked ears off about Yomer Sanchez so we don't need to go in depth all right it's time to get to who's hot and who's not 
right now, Jose Abreu is hot. Um, he was really cold before. He was actually on our not list last time we recorded. But over this past stretch, um, he has definitely turned it on at the plate. Before tonight, he had seven RBIs in his last five games. And then he tacked on another one um, right before we actually jumped on the call here. So um, Jose Abreu, good to see him heating up. Uh, we kind of figured that he did, uh, that he would at some point. Um, another guy who's hot, uh, I think we just touched on it a little bit. You know, we don't want to beat to death the Yulmer Sanchez thing, but uh, he before tonight he was hitting 400 over his last five games, uh, had four walks, so uh, that was also turned around from a what like 092 average or something like that that he had earlier in the season. Um, and then James McCann, as of late in the past few games that he's played in, you know, he had that big three-run home run on Monday night, um, four RBI game, and then he had three hits tonight. So James McCann definitely hot if we're talking about this past week, um, who's not yonder Alonzo three for 23 over his last six games, including the night he had net bat pinch hit tonight. So uh, yonder Alonzo is not hot, not great, Bob. Um, that's going to do it for the first part of our show here. We're going to get to an ad break and then we come back. We've got some burning questions for our guest, Sean Roberts, and then we will look at the week ahead. It's quick. hits time, baby. And we're back, episode 36 of Shy Sox Weekly. I got Tone, Johnny, and our guest, Sean Roberts, on the line. Uh, Quick Hits is going to make its second straight appearance on Shy Sox Weekly. We're going to try and make this as regular of a thing as possible, but you guys do have to realize that we come up with these questions on a weekly basis for the most part, and it's kind of tough to come up with questions on the spot for people. So uh, without further ado, Sean, you ready to do uh, Quick Hits on Shy Sox Weekly? Let's do it. Let's do it, boys. All right. All right, three, two, one. Mark Burley or Chris Sale? Burley. Favorite baseball movie of all time? Bull Durham. Juan Uribe or Alexei Ramirez? Juan Uribe. Favorite ballpark food? Hot dog. Miller Lite, Bud Light, or Coors Light? Miller Lite. Favorite Sox game that you've ever attended? Oh, man. Uh, I'd have to say 2007, I saw Scotty Pods score from first on a wild throw down the first baseline um, against the Detroit Tigers. It was a day game uh, during the week. It was a weekday day game. Um, Scotty Pods came all the way around from first. Ball went down the right field line. I don't remember uh, who laid the – I think it was a bunt. They were bunting Scotty Pods over, but I was live for that one. I also was – uh, I could throw in another one, too, if, I, if I'm able to. Go ahead, uh, go ahead. It was an Adam Dunn walk-off against the Yankees Ooh. a couple of years ago. Okay. Yeah, I was in the bleachers for that one uh, and was going nuts. My ex-girlfriend was a Yankee fan, so we we went to every Sox-Yankee game, and I was in her face talking shit. X is for a reason, right? <laughs> That's right, baby. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, all right, moving on. What do you top your hot dog with, typically? Uh, I do mustard, relish, onions. I get the I, it's Chicago dog. I don't put ketchup on it. Fuck Pork that. peppers, all the good stuff. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh, favorite frozen pizza brand? Fro- frozen pizza brand. Um, We're big frozen pizza guys, Sean. Dude, so, all right. This is probably really embarrassing, but I'm, I don't mind a good Jack's frozen pizza. Oh, <laughs> he's the good. The bottom of the barrel. He's good. Like, 
Like it's like two. It's like two bucks, man. I feel you. Yeah. I literally like in college lived off of it. <laughs> so it's like... All right, <laughs> moving on. Uh, Yoan Mankata or Eloy Jimenez? I gotta go Mankata. Like okay. that's my that's my dude. All I right. love I love Mankata. Favorite White Sox Twitter follow? Fuck. They're tough ones, man. Yeah, I'd be quick with it. I know. I, I got. I'm gonna go Barstool Dave just because, like, because I know, like, I'm. I've actually like, hunt, you know, I know him. But I would say out of the three of you, I gotta go, dude. I gotta go, Nani. Okay. Appreciate that. He cracks me the fuck up, dude. John oh, just, yeah. John just talks shit to like everyone, like. <laughs> so, got to. Like, like Tony's like he's like the professional, you know. Like he's the professional dude. Nani just throws out, you know, like just funny gifs and shit. Cracks me up. John, dude, like, you're going to get in a fight, man. Like, <laughs> someone's, someone's just going to walk past you and punch you. But, but in, all honesty, in all honesty, you guys kill it. And, like, the, the 108 dudes, they kill it too. So. It's a perfect storm. Right? Yeah, absolutely. All right. That was great. Uh, what's, your, what's your favorite website to get your sports news from? Fuck. Uh, does Twitter count? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Twitter. All right. Twitter. I don't go to ESPN. I don't go to CBS Sports. I go to Twitter. All right, and That's... I know you're a Notre Dame guy. Brady Quinn or Jim Clausen? Brady Quinn. Uh, Kirk Ferentz or Coach Fitz? Uh, I got... I'm going to get killed for this. Fitz. Uh, oh, no, not at all. You got to go Coach Fitz. Yeah, I all go right. Fitz. Oh, you're saying by your Notre Dame buddies. Okay. No, like, well, with Ferentz, Ferentz is, dude, like, he's, he's a king like, here. Iowa. Yeah, he's the king in Iowa, I know. Yeah, I, I was going to throw you in the buzzsaw for that. All right, and then the final one, <laughs> when can we expect to see Sean Roberts at a Shy Sox weekly tailgate? Dude, okay, so I have to, my plan is to come, like, I, I want to start coming at, it, I have a lot of stuff coming up here with my, like, career that's going to start taking place on Saturdays. So it's going to get really hard for me to start coming out there for weekends. Um, but my goal is to make it to at least what, – when are you guys doing them? Well, guys we, doing? Have, we have one locked in right now, and we're going to plug it at the end of the show, but it's coming up in May. Um, it's a weekday think, one on Thursday, though. Yeah, weekdays won't happen. Weekdays won't happen. Uh, but if it's a weekend, I already told – like I've already talked with Dave for his Barstool thing, but – Whenever you guys, if you have a weekend one, you let me know in advance. If it's like a night game, I'll make it out there. I'll come All out. Right. Sounds good, man. Dude, like I need to start fucking chugging beers with you guys. All right. Hell yeah, dude. So that was Quick Hits with Sean Roberts. He might have just plugged our uh, new Shy Sox Weekly um, like promotional video with the, with the uh, descriptions of Tony, John, and myself. Johnny and myself. I keep calling you John. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so that you fucking nailed it, dude. Hopefully I don't get into any fights. But for those of you that don't know, <laughs> Sean, Sean and I have actually met. Uh, we met at the Northwestern Notre Dame game um, last fall. And that's basically how we planned all this to happen, to get Sean on Shy Sox Weekly. So, but, yeah, um, hopefully don't get into any fights at any ball games anytime soon. Yeah, don't, don't do that, dude. I like that he I, called me a professional. Yeah, you are. Great. You are like you're 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 the professional dude, and the the GIF stuff or GIF whatever you fucking call it that Nani does, dude, kills me. I love that shit. So yeah. all three of you dudes, all three of you dudes are killing it, 
And this whole this this the Ontap Sportsnet thing you guys got going on, congrats on that. That's fucking huge. You guys have no idea. And anything I can do to help spread the word out here and just keep it going, because I like we have like I have a few White Sox fans that are around here here in the Des Moines area, and anything that I can do to help promote your guys' shit, whether it's whether it's White Sox, Blackhawks, anything I can do, man. I won't promote the Cubs stuff though. I can't. Hey, do we it. don't we don't expect you to, man. Yeah, we no, don't we either, don't. To be honest. We don't expect right. you to, you know, it's, it's, it's funny. You should see some of these group chats that we're in. And, uh, I, I give a lot of credit to, uh, Nani over there. He's, he's been doing a lot of the editing for the site and he's had to brave through more Cubs articles than you can, you can ever imagine and actually get them out there. there well, I, I will say, say the victory video for the Cubs, Nani made himself. So yeah. that was probably gut wrenching within itself to have to make oh. that video. Dude, honestly, the only way I get through it is by focusing on the technical aspects. Like, how long does this clip need to be? What transition do I need to make? I don't even look at. I don't even look at what's going on, on the screen. I just look at my like dimensions, or if it's an article, I'm looking at just the grammar. Um, that's the only way I can get through it. Whereas if I'm reading one of your White Sox ones, I'm loving every second of it. You know? Yeah. Hell yeah. All, all I'm saying is, is uh, say a prayer for for Johnny. That's all I'm saying. I got you, man. I got you. Just, just realize he's 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 killing it over there. So, dude, you guys are all you guys are. You guys are, man. It's fun stuff, and I'm happy that you guys had me on. And anything, like I said, anything I can do to help promote you guys, you just let me know. Hell yeah! So we appreciate you for coming on, Sean. Um, like we said, any tailgate that we'll have, we'll let you know in advance, and uh, hopefully, we'll get to catch a game with you soon, man. Well, dude, hey. absolutely. Hey, John, now would be the appropriate time, I think, to uh, to plug that little tailgate right here. Yeah, so um, we do have a tailgate coming up. It's going to be Thursday, May 16th. It's going to be against the Blue Jays, who are rumored to be calling up Vladimir Guerrero Jr. this weekend. So he'll be in town. Um, it's going to be in Lot B. First pitch is at 710, so the uh, tailgate's going to start at 510 because the lots don't open until two hours before first pitch. Um, the real catcher is that you had mentioned him multiple times tonight, but we're going to be tailgating with White Sox Dave because it is Northwestern night and that's my cat's guy. So, uh, expect to see Dave there, expect to see Johnny there, expect to see myself there, expect to see Tony. I'm pretty sure Patrick Comiskey's a lock from Shy Sox Weekly. We got a lot of the on tap guys coming. Yeah, we got a lot of on tap guys coming. So Shy Sox Weekly flag will be flying. I haven't really talked with Johnny about this, but I have potential to maybe fly a Northwestern flag as well. I don't know how he feels about that. Might not I'll, allow, that happen. I'll, I'll allow it for the theme. For the one night, list, yes. So The, the listeners got a promise to come out, and if you come out, you may win some free ONTAP Sportsnet swag. So there you go. Yeah, there's your so incentive. We, there, there's there's going to be some giveaways. Maybe if you can beat myself or one of the Shy Sox Weekly guys in a shotgun race or some shit like that. I don't know. We'll figure it all out. We just have the date and the guests. And you heard it here first. To, yeah, go ahead. I just want to say that it is a 7-10 start since it's a Thursday night. I will try to get out there and get set up by 510, um, but I will be posting from the Shy Sox Weekly Twitter when that's actually all set up, and I'll post a picture of where we're at in the lot. And BYOB, as always. But, I mean, I end up getting pretty friendly with the Mandelos, so we'll see how that goes, but definitely try and bring as much alcohol as you can. That's the point. That's the point of saying BYOB, John. (laughs) We bring a bunch, and then they bring a bunch, and then there's a lot. How much you think? How much? Here, here's my here's my little prop bet for this. How much do you think, big better guy Jonda throws down in this game? Over under a hundred dollars. 
I'm going to smash the under on a weekday game. I save my money for the weekend. Ooh, that's not what a big better guy but would if do. But if I'm there, if I'm there, I might take an extra interest. But honestly, you guys don't want to see me sweating a $100 bet in the fucking bleachers on a Thursday night baseball game. I like, think it'd be <laughs> If NBC Sports or WGN picks me up on the cameras, it's bad news, Bears, dude. I'm going to be waving the Shy Sox weekly flag. You already know. Repping the crew, so I don't know. You don't know. Yeah, you don't want that. I'll have my purple White Sox hat on. I'm pretty I'm sure I'll convince him to do it. Uh, all right, wait, let's, hold on. Let's... First of all, first of all, hold on. I need to clear something really quick. How the fuck does a line I night get jerseys, but we get these little purple White Sox hats that don't even look that dope, there's, to be honest? There's been a line I nights for years, years now, so you got you to yeah. grow your way into that, man. They Give had hats last year. Jesus. They're going to start you off with those crappy hats that they have now, and then they may work you up if they do another one, uh, if the turnout's okay, but... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't know how that happened. Maybe they just wanted to do something different than the hats because they did a hat last year for a line and night. That's my only guess. All right. John, John, you want to know why? You want to know why? Because it's what? Northwest, bro. Oh, God. All right. And that was Sean Roberts. From... <laughs> <laughs> uh, cold. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Go, go right, catch, Sean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Nani, you want to run down some uh, some some of the week ahead that we got here? Yeah, I say, Sean, if you're good to stay, uh, let's hear a little yeah, bit of preview for the preview for the week. This is what we do at the end here. We call eye on the opponents. Um, we had this title last week, but I had to add should be before it because it's winnable games ahead. Should be. Um, obviously, we saw how that went this past week. But anyway, home weekend series versus Detroit, three games set. Uh, coming in, the Tigers are 12 and 10, third in the Central, uh, four and six in their last 10. That is not including their game tonight. Um, they were at Boston down late um, last time I checked there. But um, anyway, specs on the Tigers. They have third best team ERA, 3.23 in baseball. Um, and then they were second to last in run scored, though, uh, at 72. So that is where the Tigers sit from a st- statistical standpoint. Friday night's game will be Carlos Rodon uh, versus Norris for Detroit. Um, Rodon 3-2, 2.89 ERA. Norris 1-0, 2.7 ERA. Uh, Saturday, we may potentially get another rain out here. 6-10 start first would be the first Saturday night home game of the year. Um, but there's a 90% chance of rain in the forecast. I know I was talking with the Sox Mafia boys. We were hoping to have our first uh, tailgate out in Lappy for Sox Mafia then, um, but we're just going to play it by ear. So check Twitter for those announcements. Uh, that pitching matchup's to be determined. Uh, another pitching matchup to be determined for that Sunday game, uh, one ten start uh, Sunday afternoon. And then during the week, they have Baltimore again. So the same two teams that we've just seen. Um, Baltimore's coming in Monday through Wednesday, three games set. Orioles are now 10-6 and six after tonight's game. They're fourth in the AL East, six and a half games back, uh, four and six in their last 10. They rank dead last in Team ERA, 6.15, and they're 16th in runs scored, 114. Uh, I think they are probably up to 118 now after scoring four tonight on the White Sox. Um, but those are the Monday and Tuesday games, 7-10 starts. Wednesday is 1-10 start. All those pitching matchups to, to be determined. What are we looking for in this series, boys? To not lose more games than we win against shitty-ass teams. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> I'll let Sean go. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm going to follow up with John on that, dude. Like, uh, I, I, Yeah, 4-2. Four 4-2 and two. Four and two would be... Nice. A, a nice little 6-0 and would be legit because they should. 
Pipe dream. Yeah, right? Pipe dream. Ricky boys don't quit. You know what's going to happen, <laughs> right? You know, what's going to happen is they'll go two and four. They'll go two and four again because that's what the White Sox do. And my optimism just flies out the window every week. I will give a prediction. Wait, the Sox are going to go three and three. They're going to go two and one against Detroit and then one and two against Baltimore. Baltimore is going to be one of those teams that just sucks this year, but the Sox just can't figure out. I'm pretty sure these are only two series against them, though. Correct me if I'm wrong. I know you guys probably don't have a schedule pulled up in front of you. Baltimore. But, yeah, we typically only play those other teams. Teams like that twice. We'll get them once away and once at home. So, quick, quick and it's over. So, I don't know. Yeah, I'm guessing three and three. How about you, Tone? You know, the Sox always seem to play to the level of the talent of the team that they're playing against and slightly below it if it's a lower-ranked team and then slightly above it if it's a good team like the New York Yankees. I could I could see this easily being a, a one in five just because That's... it's the White Sox. <laughs> Holy shit! Um, <laughs> if the Sox go one in five this road trip, I might be done watching games. You in know, August, they, dude. they could probably go sold. one. They could probably go one in five here and then go sweep Boston. You know, I could see That's, something like that, that happening. Shit. Honestly, they could easily sweep Boston with how bad they're playing right now. They got to jump on that. Yeah, we but talk it's, about that. it's it's still the fact that the Boston Red Sox lineup could awaken at any point in time. And the, the, the Sox have always played better against better teams. It's it's just the way that they do, except for the Rays. I should take that statement back. They just got their <laughs> shit handed to them. And the, and the Mariners. And the I don't Mariners. know. We'll slow down. You know, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what Tony just, just said, bad. the most White Sox thing ever, though. It is true, though. So no, you're right. You're right. Five, and then they'll go sweep Boston. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's so White Sox. And we actually predicted the ending of tonight's game, like, almost to a T. Well, before we even started recording because we didn't want to start recording and then the Sox just miraculously have this huge rally come about and then us just be like locked into our TVs while we're trying to record so yeah no I mean that, it, that's just that's just how the White Sox are and it, you know I can't even throw out predictions at this point in time because who the hell knows yeah they're all pessimistic who the hell knows I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go with whatever John bets and take the opposite <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's I'm a, gonna do. The way it's been looking the last couple ga- couple di- has a couple days. That's probably the hottest strategy you can have out there. Well, so I'm I'm gonna go actually a little more optimistic than you guys. Um, I'm gonna go three and three because I will be at three of these games. So I will. Well, they're be only gonna win when you're there, right? Exact. Well, Tony, remember what we talked about on Socks on Tap? So when I was and, there Monday and Tuesday, they won and, those games well, against Kansas Jake, City. You need Jake Trojan with you. Well, I'll get. I have his number. I'll text him. Yeah, get him. We'll get him get there. Him, get him to the ballpark. We need do. We need do our routine. Go to Shy Sox Bar. Have two Budweisers at the bar. Go into the game. Sit together and watch White Sox winner. Hey, we were we were so much of a good luck charm that we brought a win in a game that Irvin Santana pitched. Now he didn't get the win, but he only gave up three runs, and we were able to overcome um, only three. that deficit. Hey. We've hey, won, take we've won those last two. And we had set on socks on tap. Tony's like, well, now that just means that Jake's going to take off work and then you're going to head down to the ballpark for that midday game against Kansas City when all that Timmy uh, Keller stuff happened. Um, and I didn't, and they ended up losing that game. So, I mean, it's just destiny. So, it is. three and three. Well, you know, I'm hoping that you can bring the good luck back to the uh, to the sell side, Johnny, when you, when you get out there. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what yeah. happens. But uh, I just want to say thank you to our guest, Sean Roberts, for, for coming on. 
Um, we've been looking forward to having him on for quite a while now. So, Sean, big thank you. Uh, I hope you got to vent out some of your frustrations with uh, with some fellow Sox fans and you found the experience to be all that it's cracked up to be. Um, thanks a ton for coming on, man. Yeah. I did, boys, and I appreciate it. And uh, anytime you need me to come on or whatever you need from me, I'm game. You guys are the shit. I love your shit. On Twitter, congrats on the new stuff, man. John, Someone punched John in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, uh, you want to just uh, let our listeners know where they can find you if they don't know who you are already. Let them know where your social media is, what projects you work on, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so uh, my Twitter handle is at Sean, S-E-A-N, 23 Roberts. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. I do a, mor- a sports morning show. I produce a sports morning show here in Des Moines uh, on 1460 KXNO. I also do a podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Um, it's called the 23-7 Podcast. You guys said it in my intro. I do it with my buddies. Um, you just shoot the shit, talk a bunch of crap, go out and party, get drunk, and that's kind of our life. So, uh <laughs> Yeah, right. So, um, but it's a blast. You can, yeah, follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Sean Roberts, Instagram. I think it's Shawnee F Radio 23. So, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Um, we'll definitely let you know if we ever want you back on Shy Sox Weekly. This was a blast. So I'm sure it'll happen eventually. We'll and, let him know. Uh, we'll let him. <laughs> it was, what yeah. is this, a fucking job <laughs> interview? <we> <laughs> yeah. Thanks, we'll, guys. Uh, we'll, get, hey, there, we'll, get, we'll get back to you, man. There, someone there, there, in the face. <laughs> is there is there a follow up interview to this? It was this was the phone interview, huh? Yeah, we'll All talk right. right after the podcast. Stay on the line. We'll get you an Thanks. interview. We'll, Thanks, we'll, boys. We'll you doing a talk to your people? You doing a background check on me too? All right. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you so much, Sean. Yeah, us, <laughs> we, we appreciate. I, it. Hey, keep, I appreciate it, boys. Yeah. Keep him on for the go White Sox. Let's close this down. Yeah, All right. Until next week, everybody. Let's go White Sox. Go Sox. Go White Sox. Sox.